yo, 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 yo. Welcome to the 30 to Life podcast. We're back. This is our second episode. Thank y'all for listening for last episode. Mm. And this is Mookie, your boy Mookie. And this is your favorite color in the world, brown. In your neighborhood, your regular neighborhood got Cool Breeze, a.k.a. Cooley. Yes, and this is episode number two. Number two. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? All right, so this episode is a continuation from the last episode. We talked about whether or not college was necessary in our current society. And we gave some really good viewpoints. At least I think Uh, so. Three different viewpoints. And well, I would say it's really Mookie's kind of aligned. You were the outlier of the group, however coolly, but you know. F couch. We, we still love Play you. Ball. We still love you. <laughs> 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 nah, but is college necessary? And uh, this is really the part two of that episode because it, it really isn't an in-depth subject. Yes. Right, Ra? Like by Cooley. Yes, sir. You know, so uh so what's up? So with w- w- college being necessary, it, it flows into this. Unless you have grants and are you a smart student and you get a full scholarship or even sports scholarship? A lot of scholarships are not, what people don't realize is always partial scholarships. Even when you get sport scholarships or academic scholarships, it could be partial. So what that happens, you end up getting student loans. So what we're here to talk about is that process of student loans. Or to to be like to be a little bit more specific, were they were getting the loans worth it? Yes. That was the the debt, the cloud of debt looming over many of our heads. Was it worth it? Because as as I was saying in our first episode, that college is not necessary if you're not going to pick a certain field to go in or a major to go in. If you don't get the job that you want or applying for you're going to still have student loans. So is it worth it? Is that however much your student loan is? And the bigger the name of the school, the most of the time it's going to be more you're going to have to pay. So uh, we kind of ended the last show when we talked about the progression of a legacy and leaving a legacy. Do you feel, because I I really feel like we didn't really address your personal experience in college or any of our personal, any of our experience in college. So can we can we just all start off with talking about our experience, how it affected us and affected our families, and affects our families? Yeah. So for me, since I was young, I always wanted to go to college, right? I think I can remember as early as like 10 that I wanted to go to college. And I already know what school I wanted to go to. And I was set on that school. I was like, I'm going to that school or else. As far as men in my family, some of them went to college. Some of them never finished before. But my mother, she had an undergrad. She was like one of the first women in our family to get a bachelor's. And I was one of the first men in my family to actually finish school and get a bachelor's. So it was really important for me just to continue that. So my mom completed, well, I didn't see it, but I knew she completed. And then my father, he took classes, but didn't finish. So for me, it was important that I go. I was already focused on where I was going to go at an early age. And uh, for me, uh, I knew it was important to go because I wanted to go into a field that specifically finance and in general, right? I wanted to go finance, wanted something specific that our community don't normally go into like those type of fields. Didn't know anyone who was in that field, but I decided that I wanted to go into it. So it was a big accomplishment to do so for me. And the good things with it, with undergrad was the experience, connecting with people, the ups and downs, doing bad some semesters, doing well some semesters. But for me, the only issue I had was I had some scholarships, I had some grants, but me going to a school out of state 
I end up leaving school with a lot of debt. But I go a little bit more into that debt later. But um, I'll let y'all take over from here. Yeah, how about you? Yeah, well, with me, as I said last episode, I did probably, I want to say non-traditional way. I started off by going to community college, then straight out of high school, but then I wasn't feeling it or whatnot. So I ended up going to just working full-time. However, when I got a little bit older, started to realize it wasn't really working out for me, like not doing, not, not having that degree to fall back on, as you were saying last episode, Brown. I mm-hmm. went back to community college because what, first and foremost, what people don't really realize is community college is a great asset because it's cheaper and pretty much learning your basic classes for cheaper. And most community colleges offer a discount once you do go to a university or a bigger college. Anyway, to say that, I did go to community college, got my um, AA then I went on to work and went to a full-time university, ended up getting my bachelor's and I worked full-time and I went to school full-time. So it was a, it was a tough process. I didn't have like all the college parties because again, I was older and I just tried to better myself believing in that the degree would work out for me. So how about yourself, bro? So I think I had a really awesome college experience. I started off as being like a real, not, I don't want to say necessarily shy, but I was, I was more of a, I was more so introverted. I always felt like I wasn't the typical black person that I saw growing up in Georgia. Because you're light skinned. However, <laughs> however, but college allowed me to realize that there were other, I wanna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use the word black nerds, because that's really how I kind of define who I am in general. Like, there were other black nerds, you know, in a sense. And um, I was the guy that was always in the library, you know, trying to get good grades. I mean, I had I had my small group of friends, and I still do, but really to be accepted, or really to have that feeling of being, being accepted and being a part of the community, I, being around other black nerds was, you know, beneficial. To further, to further expand that, I joined a fraternity, and that really was my butterfly moment where I just really came out of my shell and, and really tried embracing who I am and, learning who I am and learning to develop those aspects of me that normally, that prior to my college experience, I probably wouldn't have facilitated. So really to get more in detail, to be a person, I always wanted to be a person, I always thought of myself in corporate America. Some way, somehow, I always knew I would be deep rooted in corporate America in some way. So the persona of being an intelligent, uh, smart, intellectual black male who was also debonair, I felt like that was me. And that was also the reason why I joined the fraternity because I felt like I would be around others and, and learn from them, and to say the least. But that's that's actually, I can go into a lot more detail about that in later, later episodes. But really, I would say in a nutshell that college really changed my life for the better because it exposed me to more experiences that I probably wouldn't have had prior to that. Yeah. yeah, no, I definitely agree with you when you said it exposed you to different experiences. At least mm-hmm. for me, it ex- exposed me to different backgrounds, different cultures. I had a phenomenal yeah. time in undergrad and I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about others and it opened and expanded my mind tremendously. Yes, even in my situation, I saw so many older people going to school because I went to night school, of course, because I said, like I, like I said, I worked full time and went to school full time. But you've seen a lot of older people, older meaning the 30s and 40s attending college, wanting to get that degree, wanting to do something better. However, with that being said, you did. I did hear a lot of people complain about how are they going to get 
to pay those bills? Or are you going to pay, pay the next student loan that they have? Because going to school is expensive. It can be detrimental to people. And it couldn't be something like, dang, how am I, I want to take this class, but I also have to eat. What do you choose? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I really feel like I kind of did paint a perfect picture of college because in reality, I did go to college and it wasn't, a, to me, a, a very valuable experience. However, I did accrue a lot of debt. And really that debt does seem like a dark cloud that mm-hmm. moves over me until it's paid off. So, I mean, that, and that, you know, who knows? That's gonna, I, I could pay it off real, rather quickly or I could pay it off. Yeah. But either way, it paid off over a long period of time, but it's, it's still going to affect me in some way and somehow and that and it really does but it doesn't feel good and so in, in saying that i really wish i would have had more of an education before i signed those papers so it would have been cool to have a financial advisor or to have someone who really to explain to me at a, as an 18 year old kid really what this means how much of this check how much of this money is going to come out of my check each month and how really am i going to be able to find a job having hindsight yeah because <laughs> in my situation my job did pay for school but however they only pay for maybe like two classes so and i wanted to do like a, i wanted to get it over with i took extra classes i did because i didn't want to spend five six years taking a couple courses so what i did was like you know what let my job pay for a couple of classes, whatever they give me, I take that and I still continue to go my, with, with the classes I want to take. However, I still accrue debt, still accrue student loans because let's be frank with everybody, you're going to have to pay, pay, come out of pocket somehow in college, whether it's books or classes, you're going to come out, you're going to got to come out your pocket. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we keep talking about student loans. So for the person that's coming that's, let's just say, even though this is for 30 to life, let's just say there's, there's somebody who's 30 years old and wants to transform their lives, right? Like, wow, and they didn't go to college. What advice would you give them about So one, I would give them perspective, right? So this most recent graduating class, right, of 2019, like the average debt that each student graduated with was almost $30,000. And that's for all majors. There's people who went, you know, for pre-med people, who went in finance, accounting, liberal arts, social work. I mean, all these different majors. But we know when they come out, they're going to get paid a different amount, right? But they still, mm-hmm. this average shows 30000 right? So you're still going to be paying a few hundred dollars a month, but you may not be making that much, right? So one of the things that, a couple of things I would give them is maybe four steps. One, research the majors, like find something that complements what you're actually naturally good at or skill that you have or something that intrigues you and find a major that's also growing that corresponds with that. Two, I think have going to a state school, going to community college, those two things should be in your, uh, you should always have those colleges in mind, right? You can have, you know, maybe an Ivy League or, you know, some, you know, major Mm -hmm. university, but you should also have your options in terms of doing community college for two years and then transferring to either a state school where they have some sort of transfer process with that, where it's beneficial to you. And then a state school. And you look at that and you look at the cost, because if you're not getting a scholarship, if you're getting some grants, you should see which one is actually going to work out the best after four years. So really what you should do is see how much age you're getting, how much scholarships you're getting, the cost of the school and add times that by four and see what your payments would be when you graduate. Mm-hmm. If you go to college A, let's say the example of a major university, let's say the payments show that you're going to have 60000 I mean, 
$100 a month in payments. Let's say community college and then going to state school shows payments of $200. And let's say just going to a straight school shows $400. Then from there, you show at 18-year-olds, you're like, hey, you either can pick $200, $400, or $600 in terms of what your payments are. And based off the major that you're going to actually come out, it'll show, hey, it shows when you graduate, you may make $30,000 or $40,000. Which one makes more sense to you? And really show them the case studies, what's the best path for them. So they almost can decide it. It's almost like, hey, would you rather buy this pair of sneakers that's $300 or these pair of sneakers that $150? I mean, really just give an example, real life examples where I think it can help individuals. So I would do it like that. Do your research, look at the cost, look at the payments, look at the amount of the payments. Forget about the amount of the loan, but look at what the payments will be. Because I can talk from my own experience when I finished school, and this is probably going to shock people, but my payments were almost $1,300 a month, my payments. And that pushed back a lot of goals that I had at an early age because I had this massive payments every month. Like, it, it was ridiculous. And I'm like, how did I get myself into this predicament? But over time, just working hard, building networks, I was lucky to get into good uh, firms. And now I don't have to worry about that. But it definitely can be drowning and it's drowning on this whole generation. Like graduate with 30,000. Some people go get the masters, they add on that debt. And then, like I said, over 30, 40% of people are not even in their, in their major, well, the major right? only about 28%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only about 28% are actually in their major out of all the people that graduate. So three out of 10 people may be in their major. So that's more of what I said. So how's your student loan experience been? Cool. Well, with mine, as I said, that I was going to school full time and working full time. So, my job did pay for some. However, I still occurred student loan, which I'm currently paying now. It's not nothing ridiculous, but I still have that on my mind. Like It's like, I wonder sometimes, why did I just occur? Like, why, why didn't I just like, you know what? Let the school, let the job pay for school. However, again, like I said, I did not want to be in school forever letting the job pay on it. It takes a toll on me. Like, damn, why did I do this? But I don't know, man. It's just another bill for a piece of paper. <laughs> That you can't yeah. refund. I can't, can't, I, can't let nobody, I can't let nobody just hop in and drive. I can't throw some rams on it. <laughs> but but no, it's worth it though, yeah. man. It's it's just yeah. this is why I went back to our first show. Is college necessary? You have to know what you want to do because this could be something that's you're gonna literally pay for for the rest of your life. Not rest of your life, but pay for a while. So student debt is like one of the biggest problems in America. For a lot of people I know, regardless they have a good job and make a tons of money, they still have student debt. Yeah, student debt is crazy when it's the times that we end, right? Like when you look at it, right? We're, the, we're at 1.5 trillion in terms of mm. student loan debt in America. The only thing that we have more as far as debt in the US is a mortgage. We surpass auto loan, credit card, home equity line of credit, only thing is a mortgage that's larger in this country. So we know how crazy it is. And when you think of just student loan debt, it's it's increasing every single year because it's like this thing that's told to us, Mm -hmm. we got to go to college. Don't matter what you go to college, you're going to get, (laughs) but you have to go. You have to go. You're going to end up getting some debt if you do that. Unless you're, that's why Mm -hmm. going back, I wish I did focus hard more, more so on academic so you can't get the academic scholarship because long be told, you not everybody's going to get that sports athletic scholarship. So I wish I did focus more on yeah. trying to get an academic scholarship because again, school is expensive. Even even, but what people yeah. what, what also I want people to know 
for people who have kids go, go on who are soon to go to college or even just want to attend college. You can get academic yeah. scholarship, but is it a full rise or partials? You have to look at that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Brown, talk about a little bit of your student loan experience. So like I said earlier, I did accrue a lot of debt. And I must admit that is like a, you know, it's like a dark cloud hanging over. So, but I really wish I had that that hindsight of learning or, or at least doing the research mm-hmm. to get the information to know what my life was going to be like post-graduation, having the having student loans over my head. So like you, Mookie, you know, when I graduated, I graduated during the, the housing market crash and um, finding a job as a, as a, as a Finding an entry level job was 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 damn near impossible. Hell, it's still point. impossible for I mean, some people. <laughs> it was impossible. It was impossible, um, especially with with my degree. With I have I have a biology degree, my first degree, and it was so difficult to find a job that I had to quickly go back to school. Quickly go back to school for for a, a different career, and um, to really put all of this in perspective, you know, and to really ask. The av- when you're when you're asking the average black male, because I, I consider myself the average black male, I'm I'm not a, I'm not an entertainer and not an athlete. My only way of really making it in society and having a decent life was going to college. And even though I did accrue a lot of debt, I did go to college and I did at least learn how to gain the knowledge to leverage my my mm-hmm. education to make money, and to say the least. So. I just want to make sure that I'm talking to the average black man who is considering going back to school or just the, 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 the young teen that is considering going to college, that the average teen who might have to take out student loans, I will say that you should do it. Because I, I, I do believe higher education exposes you to different things, like I said earlier. However, I want you to understand that what you're going to school for is absolutely important. Like we said earlier, you can't just go to school for just anything. What I would say is research the highest paying careers right now and research the routes to get to those paying careers. And you'll find a lot of them are in STEM. And, you know, you really want to, if that's your route, you know, there are tons of resources online where you can, you can facilitate your, your, your learning in those courses. The studies have shown that most Black people that enter in STEM programs they 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 actually transferring out to they actually wind up transferring out to other majors. So I want you to understand that you do have tons of resources online that you can learn these subjects, these core subjects. But going to school is necessary in this day and age, and that's just yeah. My, to, my stand, to kind of my, piggyback on what you're saying, is like, um, for the listeners who who have kids, who have young kids, it's never too late to start a college fund. The earlier the better, because about time they get in school, community college is going to be probably a couple grand. So it's best to start off with college for now than to wait. Like I said, yeah, even yeah. though I don't know if college would be necessary if my kid gets older, I still have a college fund for him. And if he does have another idea, he can take that that money and do it something to, to something else. So it can help start off a business but, or help do whatever he wants to do. But my goal is to focus on that that fund, that college fund so he can go to college. So about this show, right? We 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 want to drop gems on you. On when people listen to this show, we want them to come out mm-hmm. with gems of knowledge that they can use in their everyday life. So, Ra, and I'm so glad you mentioned this, Cooley. So, Mookie, can we talk about how someone can set up a college saving plan for their child and 
why it's so beneficial. Because you, I'm sure you'll mention that the, the 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 price of tuition is going to increase. So, can you explain to that person who wants to really set their child up for success about the college? Yes. Yeah, so, there's multiple ways that you pay for college, right? We have people who pay cash, the rich, upper middle class. You have student loans, as we all know. You either get federal or you get or you could, private. And I would highly or you could be not like recommend uh, um, private. I'm Becky and just. Pay the school directly. Just see your school. <laughs> yes. And yeah, private loans are probably the worst because those interest rates can be substantial. I had Sally May. Sally May was my provider, which turned into... Navient. I forgot the name of the... Who she turned into. Navient. But yeah, student loan. I couldn't stand Sally May. Oh my God, I want her to die every single year. I'm like, is she still alive? But, you know, you got student loans, you got government loans that's subsidized or unsubsidized. And then you have your private loans, right, that you can get through a bank. And then a couple other things that some individuals do use is a 529 college savings plan. And really uh, what that is, is allows you to do tax-free investing. So you can establish this account as a parent. You could be a grandparent, friend, it could be anyone. You can establish an account, put money into it, and actually invest it. And any growth from that account, if you use it towards college, is tax-free. So if you put, let's say you put 10000 in it when a baby, newborn, and 18 years later, that 10000 turns into, I don't know, fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 or 40000 whatever it is, that 30000 is tax-free. And that's amazing. And we all know about financial aid. We want to get those grants but it has a very low impact on financial aid as eligibility. So I recommend everyone to do it. You could start with some of these college savings plan, $25 per month. And as you income increase, you get any tax refunds, you get any bonuses, kids' birthday parties, Christmas. You can reference this, this account and people can actually put money on it as birthday gifts or Christmas gifts or whatever you know your religion is. Come holiday gifting time, you can do that as well. So it's highly recommended. Me personally, I opened one for my daughter, and I think it's definitely something that's powerful. Some states even give you a deduction on just contributing towards it. So I would definitely look into it. I would Google it and just see what you can do to help with your plans for your child to go to college. And worst case scenario, if they don't go to college, when you have other kids, you can give it to different children or you can take the money out. There's some penalties, but I think it's it's useful just to start putting money away just in case. If your kid gets a scholarship, that's great. You can pass it on to another child that you have mm-hmm. or use it for yourself too. So yeah, ha- have any of you guys opened one yet? I don't know if I have exactly for 529, but my son does have a college fund. We've been having it, I guess he's about to turn nine. We've been having it a little bit before he was born. But yeah, he does have a, an account. Because like you said, it's never a bad thing by saving money for your kid. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, you figure some cold hard facts. So, so in 2016, the average income for whites were 59000 right? That's 59000 But the blacks was 39000 And you really, you consider that black family really has 10 cents to every dollar to every dollar of a white family. I really feel like it's dangerous. It's super dangerous for us to not to promote college to our kids. Now I really feel like it has to be ingrained in our, in our children. It has to be a continuation after high school because this, this wealth gap is only going to continue. And um, 
you know, I really have to revisit that, my, my original question, you know, from the beginning of the show. Is it necessary or is it worth it to go to school, go to college, to accrue this massive amount of debt? At the end of the day, I feel like if you are leveraging your, at your degree to get to a place where you can make enough money, then I do. But you really can't go to school and just automatically expect to make all this money after you graduate because this is not realistic. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think when you look at the African-American community and you look at the percentage, like, you know, where African-American woman makes up almost like 64% of all the college graduates, right? So there's a lot of women who are going to college by far. So I think us as, as Black men, we have to go to college, right? We have to be able to keep up with our Black women and... We also have to be aware of the cost when going to college, right? Because we all are just rack, racking up this debt. And you said, like you said, Will, you said we have 10 cents on the dollar, right? In terms of the net worth to white families. So this debt or this student loan problem is just going to make, make it even worse. So we have to be careful when we tell our children to go to college, but don't give them a the plan to go to college, right? Like in terms of the major, the school, the costs and really talk about, okay, this is what the numbers look like. Does, do you think this makes sense? Right. And have some hard talks with our children. If, you know, they don't get into the, 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 don't get the scholarship or they don't get the grant or, you know, the school is really expensive, right. We really have to think about it and yeah. close the gaps by having, you know, college savings and other things that we do. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So I mean, oh, cool. really hope. To, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, oh, yeah. so Cooley, I wanted you to talk about, you know, the Ivy League experience, right? Like your wife uh, has that experience, right? You're right by her side, you know, she, Ivy League experience. None of, none of us on this chat even, you know, Shit, knows what that like. So can you kind of I talk mean, about I don't that? Know. And I don't know what it's like. <laughs> um, she had that experience. But no, it, it was quite a different thing for her, as I could see, is the expectations are crazy. You have to be like on, on, you have to be on your game when it goes to that. And with that being said, when it comes to the amount of money that needs to be paid, let's just say we could have got us a, a bigger house <laughs> with the amount that she she has to pay. But it, it, it's all good though, man. It's definitely once I tell people, hey, my my wife went to this school. Like, oh wow, it's like no matter who you are, no matter what shade religion or or where you're from, you know, you know the name of her school she went to. And plus, you know, the best president went to that school. So mm-hmm. you just said uh, you, might no. as well, you might as well just say it now. Uh let, let cool breeze. <laughs> you might as well just you so, so you might as well just say Cooley. Well, know? no, but 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 no. So she went she went to Ivy League, but what was like the experience? There's not a lot of black people. There are there are there, but what but what was the, that experience like? And what is how do you feel in terms of like your family legacy now? Are you two having this? Do you do you feel elite as as well as us? Uh, I don't. Times I don't feel podcast? elite. I, <laughs> however, it is a good note. It's, it's good that um for our son, like listen, his mom did did go to uh, Ivy League school, so it's, it's like he can do it as well. Because as a kid, uh, at least at least for me, you always want to be better than your parents. Because I tell him now. You want to be better than us. You don't want to be good. You don't want to be as good. You always want to be better. So he can improve on that. 
So it is it is a good note that he has. Like, damn, my father's a college graduate and my mother's a Ivy League college graduate. So it's a lot going for me. So yeah. Cooley, so Cooley, what you're basically saying is you're better than somebody who doesn't have a I college. never said that. I'm better than... <laughs> 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 no, what I what I was what I was saying is that I want him to be like you you can be you can be shit and still have a college degree, but I'm not shit and I got a college degree. But I want my son to be better. Like like pretty much what you were saying. So you want your son uh, to be in a fluent I don't black. know what that big bird means, but yeah. <laughs> Affluent. You want your son to be of the top tier. Of course, of the black who wouldn't want their child to be oh, oh. So you so you are advocating no. university education. No, I'm a, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm advocating that I want him to be do well in life. Because again And for that you would require what education however you you could be educated without college again again if you want to go back into last show it could be further educating yourself with different type of skill sets like i said you can go to a technical school and get a great skill set that will send you ready for the world and and do a crazy amounts of different things because you can go to a college and again accrue that debt and won't be able to do do what you really want to do that can send you back further because you have debt. Oh, yeah. Debt definitely is an anchor for most people. So It has, when you look across the board, it has delayed marriages. It has delayed buying a home. It has delayed having children. It has delayed, really, the entire millennial workforce to take longer to do some of the life events that we all look towards. So... It's really, like we've been talking about this whole thing, it's really uh, important to what you select your major as, what school you go to, and really to reduce those payments and really to get high-paying jobs right out of college, right? Because it, it, the goal is to do better than the generation before you, do better than your parents, and excel, and, and really start to create generational wealth for your kids, their kids, and so on and so forth. So it's, it's so important that you know we you do your research beforehand, you are involved in your children's decisions. And when it comes to academics and really being, you know, the guide through that experience. So, yeah, so I had a question, right? I want want to pivot a little bit. A lot of the candidates, Democratic candidates, have been talking about canceling student loans or paying off a portion of it. What are your perspectives on it? Do Do you think that makes sense? Should people just pay their own loans uh, over time or should the government help with that? What are your perspectives towards it? See, I feel like this will kind of carry over to a reparations episode. But I mean, to, to keep it brief in the, in the interest of saving time, we have to consider that our current educational system it has been institutionalized and therefore it has really been a structure of, of systemic racism keeping minorities down, essentially separating them from that education, that education which is meant for liberation, right? So we, if the government was to actually forgive student loans to every minority, and I mean, and, and I know I know it's really not going to be to every No, it's going to be for everyone. So let's speaking. just speak generally speaking. Okay, so generally speaking, I feel like, I feel like because it will help a lot of black people who are who have are and have been suffering from student loan debt and it is necessary. It is absolutely necessary because it would really 
take that that dark cloud away from from a lot of people. Yeah, I get you because yeah. now with the current state of where we are now with this quarantine, the pandemic that we had, a lot of people are losing jobs. They are losing that that those extra fund the extra funding they had to pay these loans. So it would be great. It'll be great benefit for the government to help out with these student loans because ultimately. We're we're only we're paying for school, to, and that money is going to the government, so they can really help out. Because again, a lot of people are getting backed up because because of this right now. So them helping us will be a, a huge, especially like um, other countries offer free tuition for colleges, like period. And we don't. And America's one of the best countries in the world. They should be able to help out. Yeah, for me, I'm I'm you know kind of torn right when I think about. Should, you know, student loans be paid off, right? Just because me personally, I paid off my student loans, right? And I did a lot of sacrificing to actually accomplish that. It was really important that I did it. And there's tons of people who have taken refund checks while they're in college. There's people who have taken loans that it needed. There's tons of people who are buying the latest car, buying the latest material item and showboating that and living the best life, YOLO, all those, all those terms, and not really even caring about their student loans until maybe 10 years later or 15 years later or, or, or some time where, you know, now they've taken notice of it, but they lived their best life. They had all experiences. They went on vacation, on debt. They've done everything they could. And I don't think it's fair to the people who make sacrifices to actually be able to pay it off. So there's a fine line, right? And I, and I understand the sentiment, especially from the minority population, specifically African-Americans, how much it would help us because we are going to school at large numbers now, more than so ever. And, but we also taken out a lot of debt as well and also being paid less than compared to like our counterparts and almost every different race, right? We're, we're paid not as well. So that's where my thoughts are, right? So I can understand it, but... No part of me doesn't want that to happen because, you know, I made a lot of sacrifices and chose to not buy that, you know, the latest car so that I could actually be able to do it for me and my family. That's kind of my thoughts with it. But, well, let's recap it then, right? So just talk about yeah. Brown and Cooley. Just talk about what's the well, effect of student loans and how, to, well, what should it, you do when it, when, in terms of... When it comes to college, yeah. the, the best thing is to know what you're going to do, know, know what and what would you going to have a plan? Like I said in the last episode, always just have a plan. It's, it's best to have a plan so therefore you won't accrue so much debt and look for grants out there. There's grants for everything. I wish I would have took better, I don't know, a, a better route when I went to college to take a part of those those grants. So just like that. Yeah, like just like with college, right? You know, some of the mistakes I made was like, you know, maybe getting a refund check, Maybe, you know, going to a more expensive school than, yeah, okay. than going to a state school, not actually doing as many internships that I could do while I was in, in school, right, over the summers, right? I was working, but I didn't get specific jobs in my major during those summers, which could have been really beneficial. I think also networking, having a relationship with your professors, administration, and uh, the alumni network that you have are all very important things. Doing your research on the school, the costs the major that you're selecting and what the potential salary could be will definitely help you in terms of the long run. And also just really making sure that you and your parent, right, are on the same page 
just to make sure, right, that you don't make the bad decisions. Because when you're 18, you can make a decision to take out $200,000 in student loans and not really know what that means. So it's really important like, to do your research. And I think that's what we've all been talking about throughout this episode is really do your research, do your due diligence so that it doesn't affect you, right? Because these student loans are uh, still affecting most people to this day, right? If they graduated 10, you know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, they still paying these student loans. It may not even still be in their major. So, you know, it could affect this short decision, right? At 18 could affect you for the rest of your life. So uh, yeah. stay focused. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, those that, like you were saying, don't think yeah. that community college or a two-year school is bad. Don't that people that that was the dumbest thing that people I have ever heard people say. Oh, you go into community college. It's actually smarter to go to a community college because it gives you a cheaper route to take those early classes. Because all school have those uh, prerequisites that you're going to have to take, and you can take that in a smaller school for a small amount of money because at the end of the day you're required to learn the same thing so don't ever let anybody steer you wrong or steal your kids wrong for the people who have kids or who are soon to go to college and to think that community school is not the best route community school is a great route again my wife she went to community college got her aa then went to get her bachelor's and get her her master's from my Ivy League school that the best president went to. Yeah, to, to conclude, like if you if you consider yourself a boss or you consider yourself a hustler, and I think of how effective you could be if you were to apply those same hustler mentalities or those boss mindsets in, in corporate America to really make an effect on an effect on your on your personal life, and you know to have to act as a role model towards those that that look up to you. I just hear that you know and like. You know, a lot of songs like I'm a boss, but like some of the best that that you're you're being a boss is on a micro level in comparison to the to the CEOs of a lot of these companies. Like if you think of the CEO of Tesla and the CEO of Apple, and like like those are bosses. Like those are the people that are really hustling the game, in my opinion. And college gives you that access to the to to at least learning how to how to acquire certain information and how to how to acquire the knowledge to at least learn how to maneuver in that type of a field and in 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 that type of, because really when they say there's levels to this, there really are levels mm-hmm. to this game of life. And when you think about it, the people at the top, they're operating at the at one of the highest levels and you college college can is like a key. I consider college man. F all that. Just get an OnlyFans. Get some. Go to the go to DR. Go go to Doctor Miami. Become an Instagram model. F all this other stuff. <laughs> what if you're a guy? You got you. Can you I do guess that too? I don't know. I don't think I never looked at the guys OnlyFans. <laughs> How about you, Brown? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> as I consider myself a black nerd, aka. Affluence. I will not partake in this kind of conversation. Yes, let, let's stay focused. So, <laughs> let's get back to this stuff. So, so uh, um, yeah. So it was a real. This was a real fun episode. We do have a lot more. Uh, yes, sir. Great, excellent content for you guys. We're gonna get. We're going to get into the really nitty gritty with a lot of stuff. It's gonna it's gonna hit home for a lot of people. You might not like a lot what we have to say. Well, I'm gonna speak personally. You might not like what I have to say. However, I'm gonna give you a a, a different perspective. And yes, I sir, think that's one of my jobs on this yeah. show. So uh, anybody, 
Ellis got anything they want to say yes. to the people? So please, please follow us on our social media accounts, social media accounts, 30 to Life Pod on Instagram, 30 to Life Pod on Twitter. Please make sure that you review, give us a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on Spotify. Please subscribe to our podcast. Uh, we do this all for you guys. We do this every week, uh, try to give you fresh content. I know we're just starting, but uh, we're really going to uh, do our best to uh, entertain and really give you enlightening ideas and really perspectives. Yeah, as far as me, there's one show to got, want you guys to listen. If you have opinions, let us know. No opinion is wrong. No idea is wrong. You can just let us know. We're not here to be better than people. Well, I'm not here to be better than people. I'm like, like I said, I'm just your regular guy doing regular things in a great way. Uh, love is love. Keep listening to the show. Yeah, and yeah. if and if and if it's it, like Cooley said, if if it, if you have any ideas for the podcast, you know, feel free just to follow us on the Instagram, DM us, give us some suggestions. Right, we're we're gonna be moving throughout this together. Right, listeners is everything to the show. So we appreciate yeah, you guys. Yeah, thirty to life. Got it. Thirty to life podcast. Podcast. <laughs> podcast, podcast. <laughs>